who to be buying into your FPL team this week. FPL blank game week 26 top transfer targets. Today, we're going to have a look across defenders, midfielders and forwards. Who are those players you'd be considering buying and whether it is a good thing or not, depending on your chip strategy in game week 29. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video. FPL Harry here. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. And we're going to look at transfer targets, but we are in the position now where what your chip strategy is will change maybe who you're going to be buying into your teams over the next few weeks. The big one, of course, there is a blank this week and there is a blank coming up in game week 29. There are only five teams at the moment who are guaranteed to play in both game week 26 and in game week 29 as well. So Burnley, Brentford, West Ham, Aston Villa and Fulham. The one missing here, of course, is Spurs. They have a blank this week, but do have a guaranteed fixture at the moment away at Fulham in game week 29. So we're not going to be buying them this week, but they will be high priority assets to buy over the next couple of weeks. So if you own the likes of Porro or Richarlison, they're probably holds for this week. So the reason this is important is if you are not going to play your free hit in game week 29, you do now need to be considering that game week 29 blank. Because if you're not playing your free hit, you need to be putting out 8, 9, 10, maybe 11 players in that week. So using your transfers this week to buy a player who is beneficial to you, not only in game week 26, because a lot of us have blankers in game week 26, but also game week 29 as well. So buying players from that five teams whereas if you're not going to need your playing game with 29 because you're playing your free hit that week you do have a wider pool of players now looking at those teams that have that fixture in game week 29 and have a fixture in game week 26 there are a few that stand out so Fulham the fixtures are not that great they play Manchester United away this week so you're probably not going and buying Fulham you're definitely not buying Burnley the way they're performing at the moment if you own Charlie Taylor then great but Probably not the time to be going and investing new in him. Brentford probably feels similar. If you're going to buy Brentford, you probably bought them ahead of the doubling game week 29. But given the features they have over the next few weeks, Chelsea and Arsenal with West Ham away and Burnley away in the blanks, probably not going to buy new at the moment. There are a couple of options in Regulon and Tony who I do like. But again, you probably would have bought them last week if you were going to start buying into them. West Ham and Aston Villa are the two teams that look most investable from a fixture point of view. Aston Villa have a great fixture at home to Nottingham Forest this week. They go away to West Ham in the blanking game week 29 and have a couple of decent fixtures in and around those blanks as well. West Ham is an interesting one and we'll talk about some of their assets, whether you've got Areola, potentially in midfield as well. The issue with West Ham is... Their performances have been really bad, but they do have the nicest run of fixtures. So West Ham have Brentford at home this week, Everton, Burnley, Aston Villa at home. Three out of the four over the next four being at home. So if you are free hitting in game week 29, then you can have the luxury of who to buy this week. But if you are not playing your free hit, you do need to be a bit more selective about your game week 26 transfers. Now, whether you are free hitting or not, to be honest, the striker options for me, there are two names on the list. If you don't own Erling Haaland, he's number one, but the majority of you own Erling Haaland, so we don't massively need to talk about him. The majority of FPL managers own one of Watkins or Solanke, so I own Watkins. I don't own Solanke, so my transfer this week will likely be Solanke into my forward line in place of Darwin Nunes. Now, if you don't own one of these, then buying the other one seems sensible, whether you're going to free hit in game week 29 or not. Between now and then, I still think Watkins is a great option. He is a captaincy shout going into game week 26 
at home to Nottingham Forest as well. The fixtures either side of the blank, whether you're free hitting or not, are really nice and I wouldn't want to be going without him. And I prefer him to Ivan Tony, and he's guaranteed to play in game week 29 as well. The other one is Dominic Solanke. Manchester City at home in game week 26 is not ideal, but we have seen them leak goals over the past few games as well. Sheffield United at home and Luton at home in the double in game week 28. It really feels like you want to be going with a forward line of Haaland, Watkins and Solanke at the moment. We'll talk about one more forward later on in the list that you could potentially consider. But if you didn't own either of these in your forward line and you're looking to buy one of them into your team this week, I just cannot see a world where you want to go without Solanke for game week 28 for the double. So actually, I feel like despite the fixture this week, Solanke is a bigger priority for me than Ollie Watkins is. But whether you are looking for one or both, these should be your top two forward transfer targets this week. Following on from Ollie Watkins, in midfield is Douglas Louise of Aston Villa. Now, there was concern with Kamara out, with some of the injuries in defence, that Douglas Louise would have had to play deeper. However, we saw in game week 25 in their fixture there, that wasn't really the case. He was still getting pretty far forward. If you haven't seen that, go and watch the highlights because it's pretty positive for Douglas Louise that he's still going to get in advanced positions. It was actually John McGinn who was seeing, sitting a little bit deeper in that game. Now, Douglas Louise versus Leon Bailey is a bit of a debate. Leon Bailey is playing further forward. He's a little bit more explosive. But I still go Douglas Louise. Having seen him still in advanced positions in that game, him taking corners, him on penalties as well. 90 minutes nailed as well. Whereas Diaby could get some game time because you need to remember for Aston Villa, there is Europa League starting for them in the next couple of weeks as well. So that would put me off Leon Bailey and I would go to Douglas Louise for his many routes to points, guaranteed to play in game week 29 and a nice run of fixtures as well. Now, finally on Aston Villa is their defence. There's a lot of talk about buying them this week with one of the best defensive fixtures in game week 26. Pau Torres as a centre-back, slightly more nailed, versus Alex Moreno playing at left-back, slightly more explosive, is getting a little bit of talk at the moment. However, just like with Leon Bailey versus Douglas Luiz in midfield, when the Europa fixtures start for Aston Villa, going with Pau Torres over Moreno does just feel sensible to me. It might seem boring, but... Earlier on in the season, we did see Luca Dean playing the Premier League games with Moreno playing in Europe. We don't want to be in a position where you're buying Moreno, hoping that he plays in game week 29, and then you get to that fixture and suddenly drops out because they have European fixtures. So to be honest, if I was buying one this week and you need them not only for game week 26, but for the future as well, then I would go Pau Torres. Now, I think Moreno will probably start Nottingham Forest at home this week, but he did get taken off after 80 minutes in the last game. Luca Dean is now fully fit and available. So for free hit this week, yes, go with Moreno. But for a long-term buy, I'd probably buy Pau Torres. And then the only other team to look at is West Ham. Now, there's no real forward options and there's no real defensive options apart from Ariola to really be looking at, given the lack of clean sheets they're getting at the moment. But two names who continue to be worth looking at are Kudus and Bowen. They have been awful over the past couple of game weeks, but... Paqueta has been out. Paqueta is almost 
certain to be back in game week 26 we thought we might see him in game week 25 but we didn't but he's almost certain to be back in game week 26 which is a massive boost for that West Ham team for their creativity and both Kudus and Bowen so if you still own one of these I would not panic and I would not go selling him just because I think Paqueta will make them look better they are more exciting than the likes of Douglas Louise. Their fixtures over the next four are actually better than Aston Villa's are. You could play your West Ham attack in all four of those games. Now, because of their form over the last few weeks, they're actually becoming major differentials as well. And fair enough, because of their form, that's probably a good thing. However, with Paqueta coming back, it is worth looking at them. I would go Kudus over Bowen, just because if you're taking a gamble on a West Ham midfielder, you may as well save the money a little bit. But I do really think with Paqueta coming back, it is potentially worth taking a gamble on one of these. Now, if it was me, I'd probably buy Douglas Louise over both of these. But Douglas Louise is the one that a lot of people will be looking to buy this week. Now, moving on to a few options if you're free hitting in game week 29. So you don't need that fixture. So the first one is Arsenal. If you don't need them in game week 29, just tripling up on Arsenal is such a good thing to do. Gabriel and Saka feel like they're almost essential as a duo at the moment. Gabriel or Saliba, but Gabriel does have slightly better goal threat. They've both scored recently. So having at least one of those plus Saka for his goal threat at the moment is a very nice option. However, not many people, particularly if they need them in game week 29, where Arsenal-Chelsea is unlikely to go ahead unless Chelsea lose to Leeds in the FA Cup, are going to go for the triple up. You can do it one of two ways. You can go for Saka and double defence in Gabriel, probably Saliba. Ben White, he does a lot of running, so he often gets a 65-60 minute sub when everyone's fully fit, which is both a good thing and a bad thing, right? Because you might get the clean sheet bank and they might concede later, but he's got less time to potentially get attack in return. So I would go Gabriel and Saliba, or you could go on the double up in midfield. And there've been a few tactical tweaks over the past few weeks for Arsenal, as we've seen with them creating more chances. And Odegaard is definitely becoming more involved in their attack. So if it was me and I had the luxury to pick an Arsenal triple up, Gabriel Saka and Odegaard looks a fantastic option. The way they're playing football, the way they are attacking with the fixtures they've got coming up as well. Now, another team finding pretty good form at the moment is Manchester United. They do have some really nice options, of course, are not guaranteed to go ahead in game week 29. If they do at home to Sheffield United, it makes them an even better option to buy. But Fulham at home, Everton at home in the next three, they do go away to Manchester City. But a lot of us have good fixtures in game week 27, so you might not even have to start them that week anyway. In defence... It was Harry Maguire or Diego Dallo, but Maguire did go off at half time, so be careful if you're going there. Diego Dallo's attacking threat means I just think it is worth going over him. There's not many clean sheets to go around in FPL at the moment. Manchester United have kept some. Their fixtures are really nice as well. Plus, you have the attacking threat that Dallo offers. Garnacho in midfield. I wouldn't bother if I wasn't on free hit. Going on Acho is just simple. If you're on free hit this week, maybe consider someone like Rashford or Fernandes as a more differential. But five million for Garnacho. He's very involved on that right wing for what Manchester United are doing. Plus the fixtures coming up are really nice. And with Mo Salah potentially being back available pretty soon for Liverpool after their blank in game week 26, a cheap option like Garnacho might free up the money you need to go and buy Mo Salah this week. And finally, up front is Hoyland. Now 
a lot of us will go Haaland, Watkins, Slanky, which I do like. But if you're sat there with Hoyland in your team, you are laughing with the amount of points he's scoring at the moment and the fact that no one is buying him at the moment because of some of those other forwards. He is a massive differential because of some of those other players we have at the moment. Definitely worth considering. Would I buy him over Watkins? Would I buy him over Slanky? Probably not in my team, but some of you like a differential and he has got to be top of the forwards list. And finally, Wolves, they feel like the team of the moment to talk about because they host Sheffield United at home this week. Of course, not guaranteed to play in game week 29 either. They have about a 20% chance of having that Bournemouth fixture played ahead. But if you free hit game week 29, you don't have to worry about that. There are three real players to consider. In defence, I am going 8 Nori. 8 Nori versus Dawson is pretty close. Dawson has actually had more attacking returns. He's great for goal threat. But Aitnori Nori is that one playing left midfield. He is getting far forward and he feels just a little bit more exciting. If it was me, I probably would buy Aitnori Nori because of that exciting aspect. But maybe Dawson is that slightly safer pick with just, you know, a corner goal, 15 points in him. Whereas Aitnori Nori has actually only had one assist so far this season. But the attacking returns can come. He is in the positions and the upcoming fixtures for them are really nice. Huang Yi Chan and Neto are the other two. Now, they're basically the same price. Who should be going with? Now, I personally am feeling strongly on Huang Hee Chan. Neto, for me, is an incredible footballer and probably a better footballer. But Huang Hee Chan is going to be playing up front whilst Cunha is out injured. And we've seen him take penalties as well. For me, that is just enough to sway me to go with him over Pedro Neto. Playing central and on penalties. Both of them are definitely worth considering. Playing Sheffield United at home, then going away to Newcastle, who are conceding all sorts of chances at the moment, particularly for, to teams who like to play on the counter-attack, which Wolves are, and then Fulham at home in game week 28. And even from game week 30 onwards, they have a really nice run. So he is one top of my midfielders if I decide to free hit in game week 29 this week, along with eight Nori in defence. So we have had a look at some top transfer targets, of course. It's not as easy at the moment for me just to say buy this player or buy that player because depending on what you do in game week 29, that might alter whether you need a fixture that week or not. Of course, game week 29 will be confirmed 100% who blanks that week going into game week 27. Unfortunately, we don't know before game week 26 because the cut fixtures do take place between game week 26 and game week 27. So start to have a think about your chip strategy as it might impact the players you're going to buy going into this week. I talk about my chip strategy in my transfer plans video, which was out early on in the week. There will be a team selection video and a final thoughts video later this week. So subscribe if you are new around here. Like the video if you have not already. And I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.